Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to More Than a Muse. I'm Stani. And I am Sadie, and welcome to our bonus episode for the month of November and our continuation of the More Than Amuse book club. This month's book, we talked about it a lot less than last month's book, but just because this month ended up being way more chaotic than you ever expect November to be. Why is that always the case? Literally, Like November feels so busy every year. But you think Um, that like November is like the boring month, but... It's, yeah. it's not actually you're like oh it's thanksgiving it's the chill holiday but it ends up just being like the preparation for all of the other all holidays the other crazy holidays yes <laughs> we um ended up reading this woman's work it's a bunch mm-hmm. of essays that are edited by Sinead gleason and kim gordon and then obviously the essays are all written by different people um, and we originally got the recommendation from a TikTok, and um, it, her TikTok is Evening Crickets. Her name's Ruth. Yeah, I was just scrolling my For You page. I've been following her for quite some time, and she talked about how impactful the book was and how much she loved it. I immediately sent it to Stani, and we decided we had to add this to our More Than Amuse book club we had the pleasure of interviewing her as well reached out to her let her know that you know she had inspired our pick and she came on we chatted a little bit about what you know why she was originally drawn to the book so that was awesome um Mm -hmm. i will mention too that we actually recorded the interview back in october so we make references to how it's a big week for swifties (laughs) because it was before midnights had come out so (laughs) if anyone is confused by that it's because we've been reading this book for quite a while and now it's this episode's finally coming out another slightly confusing thing is that i'm not in this interview (laughs) yeah he's not there but that's okay yeah we having some technical difficulties and the times didn't work out i had a meeting i had to get to and so sadie was um able to take over and do the interview with ruth yes obviously i'm really sad i wasn't able to be there but um glad that we were able to make it happen regardless of all the problems at the beginning yeah <laughs> so absolutely. we were still, still able to have it for sure and the book was great if anyone is looking for a recommendation um i guess i mean really we'll just link ruth's tiktok video because i think the way she sells it was great but we also talk about it a lot in mm-hmm. the interview of like why um this book in particular was special and why these interviews that were in the book um, resonated so much one thing in particular that we both talk about that we loved is the fact that it was talking a lot about women and artwork that weren't necessarily like already famous you know like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like articles about Taylor Swift and Beyonce and like all the other like huge women in pop music it was maybe more I don't know, like underground artists or things like that. And so it's just a cool reminder that you don't have to be 
the biggest, most famous in the world to have art that makes important impacts on people. And so that was probably my favorite lesson I took from reading through that book. And um, like I mentioned, Ruth and I kind of talk about that a little bit in the interview as well. No, I love that. It also, it kind of makes you want to look up all of these like songs and everything that they talk about and um, actually like figure out what it is about these people that's so inspiring to the people that are writing about them, Mm -hmm. which is a really cool way to like find new music that now will have more meaning and context behind it than it would have otherwise. So that's really cool. Because of that though, because you kind of have to look up references, a lot of these I think are written by um, older women, at least women that are older than us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of the references went right over my head. Um, and I found myself Googling a lot of things to be like, who is this? Like, I have never heard this name before. Like, I I feel like I need to be able to put a name of face or at least have a little bit of context of what this artwork (laughs) is and what they've done. Exactly. Cause I like casually mention someone and then I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. So (laughs) it is kind of a slower read because of that, because there's so much context in it. Yes, I agree that yeah you can kind of get thrown a little bit for a loop um Mm -hmm. if you aren't prepared for that (laughs) true but it is great I would recommend it very inspiring even like the very first one Mm -hmm. it talks about a a lot about fangirls which has been an ongoing topic here at more than a muse if you've been around for a while um and yeah I would recommend it and um we're excited for you to hear the rest of this interview so we'll move right into Sadie and Ruth Evening crickets. Thank you again for being here. Thanks for <laughs> totally. the flexibility with us. And oh you know, God. I'm so oh, glad we finally gosh. got this. It was months ago that you posted about and made a TikTok about this woman's work. And yeah. um Stani and I, like with more than amused, we do like kind of an ongoing book club type thing where we listen oh, or cool. not listen, we read books about, read. you know, women yeah. in the arts at different yeah different category I don't know we've read all kinds of books just music is what I'm trying to say yeah but I saw your TikTok and like you talking about it and I sent it to her and I was like this is our next book and she was like oh absolutely (laughs) and like we both immediately purchased so thanks for the recommendation oh my god totally absolutely so yeah I wanted to like obviously talk about the book with you maybe what resonated with you of course but then I also sure if you're down, kind of want to hear more about you and like what you're doing on social media. I know you like have your own blog that you've started, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. She's a little like dusty right now. I need to give her some attention, but yeah, I do have a little blog that I'm making. No, that's amazing. Well, first off, I want you to just briefly introduce yourself. What do you do? What's your, what's the thing that lights you up? (laughs) Sure. So my name's Ruth. I'm from Chicago. I started off as an opera singer. So I went to school for opera, but that changed um, (laughs) once I graduated from graduate school and moved to Chicago officially. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I'm a corporate America girly, which, you know, I love being financially stable, but I use the internet to talk about music, talk about music I like, analyze music, connect with fans. Um, My blog that I run, I try and interview artists Mm -hmm. and write up like interviews or reviews of the work that they're doing. My partner is an artist. And so Mm -hmm. we're trying to work on a creative collective called And You, where we like support (gasps) artists and have different 
different creative projects that are going on. I'm a part of a theater company here in Chicago. I just produced some music for a play that is going up right now. That's amazing. Um, so we're just, we've got a lot of passion projects. Yeah, we do a lot of things. I think the older I've gotten, the more I realize that like, I like too many things to just focus on one thing. So yes, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things at the same time, but <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, I do like reading. So this is a great topic to discuss this book. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of things, but you know, no, I, we like them all. <laughs> I think that's definitely like a creative person thing where it's like, you want to yeah. do everything and somehow we kind of find a way to kind of do it all kind make of it work exactly. and you know sometimes things exactly. get dusty like you said but that's okay yeah exactly we always can find time to return back to it exactly but- as soon as you said opera singer I remembered that you know I've seen that on TikTok you talking about that yeah. like that's so cool yeah. so you're part of a theater company like do you still get the chance to sing a lot like or do you find those opportunities yeah not so much anymore I do like we we had a fundraiser over the summer and I sang at that mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of singing for myself now which I think Good. is really rewarding and fun mm-hmm. um, so over the pandemic I started teaching myself how to write music or, yeah. or well play instruments and started writing my own music. And so a lot of like uh, this theater production that just went up as a play that my friend wrote, um, I was the music creator, so the music designer or something. And so creating yeah. like music to go along with the show, which was like really fun, something I've never done before. So we got really familiar with like garage band and you know, <laughs> how do I record a banjo or, yeah. you know, I got a steel lap guitar. So like learning how to do that. So I, I do a lot of making, I think now, not so much a That's lot cool. of performing, I guess, mm-hmm. which yeah, it is cool. It's a different kind of like muscle to stretch. Um, yeah. And part of me does miss performing, but there's always opportunity. I think if I if I really wanted to, I could seek it out, I guess. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that's so awesome too. I don't know if you relate to this, but I feel like, cause I went and I got my bachelor's in music. And mm-hmm. when I was done with my degree, I think there was this moment of like, wait, but do I still like this? You know, because yeah. you put so much time and it's so academic and it's so like, critiqued in this and so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to find that joy of just making the art that you know that you originally fell in love with after it becomes so regimented and like academic yeah I don't know and well academia makes everything so stale it's like yeah I think for a while I was I was doing music to tick boxes you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. for a grade or I'm gonna be so good at opera not good at art you know like that kind of a thing and so like I was just talking to my partner about this like the best projects that we've made like outside of school have been the ones that like a piece of it is for ourselves you know like yeah. I'm making this because I see that I need this and then other people respond to it in kind which is like really rewarding you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's cool that you can like find that and like stretch yeah. those muscles by doing you totally. know sound design for a play and things like that yeah. like that's, that's yeah. incredible it's cool um, cool. Well, to pivot briefly then to this book, this woman's yes. work. So like I said, you talking about it on your TikTok, like was immediately enough for me to go and purchase it. So I want to yeah. know like why, like what resonated with you so much about this book? And I have a couple points that I particularly loved about it that, you know, I want to talk for about sure. as well, but yeah, what you like? well, oh my God, so many things. So I didn't know anything about this book. I went into a bookstore for a different book. Cool. I went in for her country, <laughs> which I is a different book about that. women in music. And, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I went in for that book and my partner actually found this one and was like, look at this. And I was like, <laughs> well, I have to get it now. <laughs> so that was what it was. But I, I, I don't know. It was so interesting. Like from the jump, I don't, I didn't know a lot of these. I mean, I don't, I don't think I knew any of these women that were mm-hmm. written about in this book. And I think that that was something that was like surprising and made me a little sad. Also was like, so cool to read to read about all of these like musical heroes that like are unsung yeah. and uncelebrated in some ways you know and like mm-hmm. their importance to people and I go I guess that like also was fulfilling to read as like an artist to know that like I don't know fame has no aspect in it like you can affect a small group of people and then they're going to write a beautiful essay about you like this if that makes any sense but totally. I don't know I loved so many parts about it um I think my favorite essay <laughs> is Jen Pelly's essay about Lucinda Williams in here. That essay, I think, changed my life. Like, I now follow Jen Pelly, and I'm very excited about everything Jen Pelly writes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I don't know, that essay was just, like, I feel like it's, like, etched inside my heart, like, the way that she talks about Lucinda Williams and Mm -hmm. the Fruits of My Labor song and, like, what it means to her. And just also, like, in the essay, she talks about how, like, when she doesn't like music it's because of outside forces like capitalism like you know certain things that like force her to not like music and it's it's not music that's the bad thing it's all of those outside things that make it difficult to enjoy or celebrate um Mm -hmm. yeah I thought that was so beautiful yeah I don't know I think there's so many great essays in here like the broadside ballad Mm-hmm. which is by Jen Pelly's twin I think oh really about, like cool the, yeah yeah like about the folk singers the almanac singers and like all of the things that they were doing um mm-hmm. to create this like community and they were involved with the FBI and you know all of this <laughs> stuff I don't know there's so many like cinematic stories in here that are just about people that had like huge lives and huge creative forces so totally yeah. what was your favorite essay in it Oh my goodness. Well, I think even just like the very first fangirl one, um, I I really love just because it talked so much about like how she realized that her herself had let her personal like fan of this, you know, woman totally diminish when she realized that maybe other people viewed that as uncool or, you know, um, and how, and she called herself out. She's like, I guess I'm not really a fan then. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. That's like something that I've related to. And especially, I think kind of goes along with the Lucinda Williams essay of just Mm -hmm. like, you can just like it. And when other outside forces come into it, that can sometimes, that can ruin it in ways that it doesn't need to. And you almost have to like learn to mm-hmm. not let it be ruined. I don't know. Um, yeah. I yeah. also really love what you brought up of just the fact that like, I hadn't heard of these women who had written these essays, but mm-hmm. most of the time I didn't hear about, I didn't know about the women they were talking about. I had talking to- Talking about, yeah. yeah. And yeah. when I picked up the book, I was totally expecting it was gonna be like all the icons that I already knew and like all the movements yeah. and everything I was already so familiar with. But I think that yeah. it just goes to show just how many amazing artists are uncelebrated, but also, like you said, you don't have to hit the pinnacle of fame in order to be something that can make a Mm -hmm. significant difference on someone else and someone else's art, which is, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I like the different formats. Like there was like one interview Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. It wasn't really like an essay. It was just like an interview with someone. And yeah, I I liked all the different perspectives. I don't, read a lot of like 
collections, I guess. This is sort of like the first like collection of different writers in one book that I've purchased, but like, I don't know. I just love it so much. And it's so tender because like everyone is so invested in who they're writing about. So it's like very personal, very intimate. And And I I don't know. I really love that too. I also love the essay about like playlists. Did you read that one? The one about like the girl who like, um, would make playlists about like she would enjoy them like a boyfriend made a playlist and so like she thought that like I like this music because my boyfriend made it for me or whatever and like Uh how she ends up finding herself more and more through how she enjoys music and like she likes it for herself and like certain playlists would like define certain points of her life Mm -hmm. which I thought was just really sweet and like now she makes playlists for like her and her daughter you know to like enjoy together it's just really cute it's really cute no I I agree and I think that like woven through this book is like that like reverence for music and these people of it's just like it really can be an amazing thing that is like like literally the soundtrack of your life and like if you allow yourself just to like enjoy that for what it is um you know like that's that's all it is I also there was I can't remember exactly where or which essay even it was but something that I really love that it talked about is that like music doesn't necessarily always have to be something that you like find solace, like in pain Mm -hmm. or in Mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. Like sometimes it actually can just be something that is joyful and that makes you feel good. And I think like, for me, like I remembered this moment in the pandemic, which is, you know, yeah, I think at this point, that's everyone's like beginning of a story, but um, (laughs) when Chromatica by Lady Gaga came out, I remember I just was like dancing in my kitchen just by myself feeling this is what this album was supposed to do it was just supposed to make you feel joyful and like feeling that you know and and yeah just Mm -hmm. because it feels good oh yeah Yeah. like that's what a good and important function of music is too so totally and there's also like so many essays about like the connective power of music like I think the Mm -hmm. second essay is like about tyranny in music and about this woman whose father's in exile like he can't go back to his homeland but they like connect with each other via like Otis Redding because it reminds him of like longing for home and like there's a quote that's like especially poignant because I mean I guess tyranny is a constant thing that we're having to like fight (laughs) against but that like tyrants don't like music because people don't remember the tyrant's name they remember the people who wrote the poems or the songs or that kind of thing and I don't know it's so beautiful to like find those kind of connections with people that like you wouldn't expect to be connected to Mm -hmm. you know that like an Otis Redding song would remind you of your home country that you can't go to I don't know I thought it was really beautiful yeah I I agree and I I I love that sentiment too because it's like really and truly you know what do we take with you it is the art that inspires us and also I don't know, the way that we inspire other people through the deeds and joy and all that cheesy stuff. But like, you know, there's truth to it. Totally, totally, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you. I wanted to also talk about what you post on social media because I love it. Um, First off, you're a Harry Styles fan and a really big one. I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. (laughs) Do you Okay, is like Harry Styles like the artist for you or like what are other music icons of yours? Totally. Well, I love Taylor Swift. We love Taylor Swift in this house. Um, Cool. So Harry Styles, Taylor Swift. I really love Lucy Dacus. Um, Yeah, she's like my heart uh Mm -hmm. I'm also very obsessed right now with Paramore their newest song that just came out it's very so good yes Paramore and and the 1975 I really really like their new album I really did as well yeah it's really good it's very mature um they're kind of like an 
an artist that like I didn't we were like sitting around at home and I was like oh my god we have their entire discography on vinyl. <laughs> like we really like this band and like you don't realize until like new music comes out and you're like oh my god oh I forgot yeah yes. yeah like oh this is this is familiar this is home you know so mm-hmm. I know there's quite a few I love all kinds of things <laughs> no I love that and I, yeah. I loved your post yeah. I don't know if you did it today or I saw it recently of just like how much you love Harry Styles because those concerts provide a safe space for you and where you can just feel joy. And I, I just, I really loved that because sometimes, you know, obviously we don't always get to express to our idols one, you know, we always dream to that we'll be able to tell them just how much they mean to us or how do we properly explain that? And I think that's also kind of like a theme throughout the book as well. It's like, you know, how, we don't always get the chance to express that adoration and then also what this art can actually do for us. And I think that that's so beautiful that, you know, you were able to find that at the Harry Styles concerts, you know, you can go there and feel joy. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It's so wild. I don't know if it's just because it's post like stay at home orders that like, there is this like huge joy in live music now. Like Mm -hmm. I think every concert I've been to this year I've cried at you like, yeah. like at some point like I don't know I don't know like it just it gets me just like be in the same room with all of these people that are experiencing the same thing like mm-hmm. there's something very spiritual about that and very precious and I think that that is something that the book does really well is express gratitude in that way about mm-hmm. something that is bigger than all of us you know but yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool it's very special it is special and I, I love that and I also love the I adore what you wore at the Love on Tour. I, I don't know if I'm getting that quite right, but you got it. It's good. Yeah, you got it. It's a good, good name. It rhymes so yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Um, but I love yes. that, you know, because first off, the way I ha- I didn't get the chance to go to see Harry Styles on this tour, but I love seeing what people wear to the tour because they're, oh they're going all yeah. out and it's it's stunning. yeah, it is. It's so joyful and it's so cool to see people like dressing for themselves I don't know like it's really fun to see people be liberated in that way and like if I can help cultivate that hell yeah like I'm very about it you know absolutely no I think that's I think that's beautiful and yeah also stoked that you two are a um, a Taylor Swift I am a Taylor Swift fan first and a person second so you know like (laughs) big big hype for me Yeah, it's a it's a big a big week for all of us here. <laughs> a big week for all of us. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. I love it. Um. Okay. Well, like you mentioned, you're also a really big reader. So, do you have any other yeah. book recommendations? Oh my God, so I, many. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I figured. I was like stalking your TikTok, and I was like, oh good. I definitely need to make sure I ask recommendations. And it doesn't necessarily oh have to God, be yeah. like relating to like women in the arts, but do any come sure. to mind? that you know are about Um, kind of similar what we did yeah yeah Um, hunger makes me a modern girl is a um bio or or memoir by someone that's in slater kenny um Mm -hmm. carrie brownstein i believe is her name i know her first name's carrie her last name is one that i'm blanking on Uh but hunger makes me a modern girl it's such an easy read it's so cool really makes me love the riot girls so much and just like that kind of music um i just picked up a history of black country music that I think came out this week. That's like about the roots of country music and how it's entwined mm. with black culture. We mentioned Her Country by Marissa Moss, which is yes. also a book about women in country music. <laughs> very, I, very big on like country music right now. Liz, uh, I just <laughs> moved to Nashville. So I too um, am like, oh, I perfect. have to, you know, soak yeah. all of this in. And I totally. picked up Her Country like this week. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to start diving into that. 
Totally. Jessica Hopper's a great um, music critic and writer and editor. She's been editing a lot of like uh, an American music series that has a lot of really great books that are coming out. So Mm -hmm. I really like her stuff. Um, And then fiction books. I've been in a big horror kick lately. Well, Um, it's the season. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. I just finished The Book Eaters. I don't know the author's name. Wild. I was not expecting it. Um, It's kind of like a vampire alien story very oh, cool okay yeah it's about people who eat books uh well they're aliens that eat books essentially to like gather information on the human race oh. very fascinating okay. um but it's really cool because like they talk about what different books taste like which is i don't know wildly creative uh-huh <laughs> um and then a nonfiction book that i'm reading is called braiding sweetgrass which is all about indigenous um philosophy and like um indigenous culture and stories and stuff like that it's really beautiful Mm -hmm. really timely read right now especially in autumn I feel like it's like a beautiful time to read that so Mm -hmm. I've always got something on the to be read shelf it's overflowing so (laughs) I relate to that I like I said being here in Nashville there's a lot of really cute local bookstores around here that where I'm from it's dangerous yes it is dangerous and also when I go into one I'm like well I have to support exactly you I have to, which means my, yeah, my shelf is growing higher and higher of my to be read, but we'll get to it. Um, Amazing though. That's hunger makes me a modern girl. What a great title too. I'm It's great. It's a lyric in one of their songs too. It's amazing. Mm, Okay, cool. And yeah, the tie with Riot Girl. We've definitely talked a lot about Riot Mm -hmm. Girl on the podcast. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, cool. We always kind of do this question on our podcast of like, what has coming up next? What is art that you're looking forward to creating or what has art that has like brought you joy recently, which I guess we've kind of talked about that intermixed with everything we've talked about, but anything, you know, art that's bringing you joy, whether that's art you're creating or art you're consuming. Amazing. Right now, I, I don't know. I guess I'd consider this art. I'm in a very big Stardew Valley kick. So like on the Switch mm-hmm. video games, very into cozy games right now. Very about the cozy vibes. Again, tis the season for that. Right? Yeah. Very into it. I was not expecting to like fall as deep as I have, but I love it. <laughs> and my wife makes fun of me because I'm like, I have to get home and take care of my farm, you know, like my virtual farm. Yes. Uh, roll my eyes. <laughs> uh, we've been watching a lot of like TV shows too. Uh, we're watching Andor on uh, mm. Disney Plus. So, you know, cozy, cozy vibes, I guess. I don't know. At home is always like nice to like snuggle up after yeah. a long day of work. Um, and reading a lot of books. I think all the ones that I listed <laughs> recently, Amazing. my Libby app is full and stocked. So, you know, we're busy. <laughs> Ready to go. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, like I said, I've been following you on TikTok for quite some time. And <laughs> I always love seeing the things you post. Cause I also too, I think I admire so much the fact that there are so many things that you're doing. And it's very obvious yeah. to me that you're just making a creative life and you're like aspiring yeah. to do that and it's so like I said it's inspiring to watch from afar um mm-hmm. just to see you know all that you're doing and to you know have you come on talk about obviously yeah. like I said literally just your books everything everything you love to read and you know <laughs> the art you're creating and Harry Styles mm-hmm. and you know the joy you're bringing to the concerts it's, it's amazing so um Thank yeah you. just wanted to 
shout you out, I guess, for just the little joy you're bringing thank to the, you. your corner of the internet. So. Oh, thank you so much. That's you're so welcome. nice. Thank you. Um, and yeah, thank you for coming on and for the amazing recommendation okay. for this <gasps> woman's works. It's, yeah. it was yeah, a great addition to my, to my bookshelf. So thank you very much. Perfect. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to the episode today. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And like I said, it's just another installment in the More Than Amused book club. And we will be back. I don't know if we're doing a book next month, but we definitely will at the first of the year in 2023. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Yes. Follow us on Instagram for more updates on that. And um, all of the other podcasts we'll have coming out for the rest of this year and on to the next as always (laughs) every Monday we'll be back anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music perfect Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.